Good morning. Today is December the 14th and the year is 2020. You know, I want wanted to say the important thing about empowering yourself and understanding where we are today is that you really need to understand who you are as a parent and where your children are scoring and just what is the agenda is what I need to ask simply because far too many parents don't understand that Nevada has created what at least one, two, three, four, five different types of diplomas. And how do you know where you are in your journey of public education? And what do you know about your journey and your rights as a parent or as an individual to achieve the same level access of public education as the gifted and gate child or the child would be the most talented. But just because your child learns differently and would qualify for some additional support under special education, that would be IDEA, understand the federal government offers you the type of support needed to document your progress or the maintenance of effort or the benefit for your child in public education. But I have been troubled since I moved to Nevada in the attempt to understand just what we're talking about when we're talking about access to public services and access to public education, quite frankly, how Nevada is providing support to all children needs to be a discussion because some children are just not making it. And how comfortable were they in lumping a group of services together? And I don't even know what those services actually included, but the services that I'm talking about is for social and emotional learning, what is that? And how do they document the maintenance of effort for that social and emotional learning? And quite frankly, since it was only about 2014, 2015 school year that the district went local control. I mean, that's what Clark County did, moving towards individuals' representations by area and electing people to represent those areas. But the real deal is, my question is, how is the district documenting that it needs to be a district and have access to all the money if they're not attempting to provide support for all of the children? What's troubling to me is the number of children who are basically receiving these standard diplomas or these alternative diplomas, or the adult diplomas. And just what benefit is an adult diploma in the state of Nevada? Quite frankly, what benefit is a standard diploma in the state of Nevada? Or what benefit is it to just get the alternative diploma under AB 64? that might say that you have a disability or may say you have a behavioral issue. But irregardless of how the district chose to remedy the support for children who are enrolled 
in their area. If they take the federal dollars, then access has to be granted to the neediest child. And how they're demonstrating that they even understand the intent behind child fine and the purposes of special education as they have went down the road of no return as special ed is something that is something that is not expected to make progress. I mean, when a child is labeled special ed here in Nevada, I don't believe the attempt to monitor the support or the activities that would help enhance or support a student who would be entitled to additional services are measured or even bring benefit to the children. So, most deaf, most deaf, most deaf, I am concerned because we all should be concerned. And what's concerning to me at this election cycle that truly we were not. Good morning. Just another portion of today's conversation about the importance of American people understanding children in the public education system all have a right to learn. And by learning, I mean that they should be making progress by age level and the appropriateness of the placement should measure the benefit of the support being given for all children. And as an African-American who recently moved, and I won't say recent, recent, because it's been more than uh, three years that I've lived in Nevada, just understanding the inability to have conversations with individuals who are service providers or people who are representing services in Nevada actually demonstrate the support that's given or the access that's given to all children. Simply, quite frankly, the demonstration of support is not evident. And when you go to the particular school sites that have online, you know, information in regards to their program and their placement, it's really not clear as to how they support or provide interventions to children who are in poverty. And it's more like a benefit for children who are enrolled in gate schools or magnet schools or alternative schools that are not aligned with just strictly behavior supports. And it's very troubling to understand how they actually are able to document one child and To move one child from any school site, particularly, you only need the voice of one concerned principal and one teacher because the parent has no real power. But I just beg to differ. Parents have all of the power because parents have choice. But first, you must understand choice actually exists and even if it didn't exist for you and you didn't 
understand the benefit of public education while you were in the process of being educated. Just because you didn't understand didn't mean that the entitlement truly was not there because it was. So here we are living in 2020 and understanding the year that we were born in 1958. Perhaps all the schools were not integrated at that moment in time in history. And what does integration actually look like? What is the power of a magnet school and the intention behind magnet school programs? Let me just inform you. It was to promote integration and they got to use additional money. So I believe me, I mean, just believe me when I say that perhaps those college and career programs that are being offered to children who are in magnet schools because they come out of school college and career ready. But for the children who are enrolled in alternative diplomas, it's frightening. It just says right here under alternative diploma AB64, a diploma awarded to a student with significant cognitive disabilities who passes an alternative assessment prescribed by the State Board of Education. And what does that look like? And how many children are actually moving through the system with this alternative diploma? And even the standard diploma, how many, how are they disaggregating the data that demonstrates that so many children actually graduated with that limited amount of data? But you know, they showed there was a presentation the other day, and I did watch it. But it's like 1% of the African American children, just like 1%, are graduating with the ability to move to a four year institution. Well, what's happening for the rest of the children? And how are they measuring the maintenance of effort of the support that they're actually providing those children who are in the standard or on the standard diploma track? And how are schools? even providing support to all these different types of diplomas that have been created in the state of Nevada so that they can continue to get the federal allocations since they are so meager, you know, my, so just so small. It's just unfortunate so many people get paid out of Title I and those federal dollars especially since they do not benefit the children who are generating those dollars. And so many of the placements of those children are in underfunded schools. And just know that once a child's been determined to be at risk from dropping out of high school, what interventions do they actually provide? How are they demonstrating that they're providing support for these children who are enrolled in a district who receive this alternative diploma? Because what is the benefit of that diploma after 12 years of public education? And what kind of choices are these people actually making? And how is it manifesting dysfunction in the community that we live. That's the evidence.
the real reality is there's far too many people actually come through the educational system that participate in the journey of oversight and the maintenance of effort or the outcomes of support demonstrated to have been provided through the public structure or the public process. The mere fact that there is a commission that tries to allocate evenly, equally, the dollars that are being provided to all children. So by the number of children who are placed in an individual school, well, that's how they determine the allocations. And since they're missing some students, I'm not exactly sure where they're missing students from, but, you know, students are merely, so many are transient, but so many children are just not enrolled in program. But, you know, that's confusing to me because, you know, the evidence that your children are attending school could be reflected through your you know, your aid, you know, your TANF, you know, the money that you get to help sustain your family when you don't make enough money. You know what I'm saying? Food stamps. I mean, attendance is mandatory in every one of the 50 states in America or 51 or 52 states, however many we have right now. Who's counting? But the real deal is is that we can see a significant disproportionate maintenance of dysfunctional behaviors that is accruing in local black communities. And how unfortunate is that, that America continues to resist, resist in addressing the issues of all children Because quite frankly, if there was some foundational support that was being provided to all children, then children who did not transition well from task to task, that meant that they were not learning those specific skills. There'd be some kind of intervention put in place at the school site level that demonstrated that they were working on changing that. And the whole intent behind the federal dollars is the activities and the work around the support that helps provide the transition support for children who are not meeting the basic standards to meet the basic standards. But when you don't even have a conversation as to how you utilize the dollars and you put those dollars all to people's salaries and those people who are getting paid out of the federal dollars have no dialogue in which they can document the support that they're providing to the children who are not meeting the basic standards. I say, help me, help me, help me, because this is not functional. And the process that you have created in Nevada is really oppressing so many black people. And the mere fact that even if blacks come back to try to work in their community, they're disallowed the voice and the impact of the changes that would impact their community. I mean, come on now. 
What are we really saying? Confusion? How do you not know that you have a right to benefit from the public education system? And why is the letter grade of F readily accepted? And you know it's got to be readily accepted simply because they've created diplomas around the failure. And what they haven't created is district-wide strategies that would implement or prohibit or stop the continuation of the adult diploma because it's just an alternative program for children who are at risk of dropping out of school. But why were they at risk? When did they demonstrate that these children were not meeting basic proficiency needs? And how many children are actually far, far below basic that are not expected to graduate at grade level ever? I mean, you know, that's why I'm trying to get some understanding. I'm trying to get some understanding as to what people believe. The offer of a free and appropriate public education really is. And why do they believe as long as the state is involved in the support that is being provided that relatively that's enough and quite frankly it's not enough if you can spend 12 years in an institution that what that just refuses to acknowledge that you have a right to benefit so quite frankly This is the reason why I chose to do this little podcast, to share my concerns about the right to benefit for all children, to question the adult diploma, the advanced diploma, the standard diploma, the alternative diploma, and the college and career, the CCR diploma under AB7. Come on now. AB7 is probably the most extensive extensive support documented that would be documenting a student. And I guess these services happen at the magnet schools. Because I cannot see the level of support that has been demonstrated to be have been provided to, you know, what am I talking about? All the other programs, you know, the programs that schools, children are enrolled in that have been failing. I mean, even some of these schools require uniforms because I know I went to one and it required a uniform and they had just replaced the principal, but I don't believe that they replaced the staff. And the real deal is strategies around the support and the curriculum that you have chosen to sustain or support those children who are in your placement to ensure that access is, you know, it's somewhere where we all know that we're going. Because quite frankly, if all those children are just on this standard diploma track, it's not even demonstrating that they meet the qualification and go to a junior college. I mean, you know, these are really what this is stating. An adult diploma, even if you have it, doesn't mean that you've met the basic standards to enter into a JC. 
And it's not a dual vocational, you know, thing. So you went to school. You went to school for like 12 years. And you came out with the ability to not feed and sustain yourself. But others who are not even generating that level of funds come out and have the ability to basically you know, oversee any program of service that you are in, in, that you're forced to seek. But the mere fact of the matter is that when you walk into the welfare office or whatever they call it here, the services, most people can't even understand how the services happen. And so many people are without because they feel that they don't qualify. And quite frankly, there are many, many people that just don't qualify for any services, even though they may have been utilized the whole time they were enrolled in public school because they were enrolled with a need to have additional services under special education forever behavioral infractions that you were accruing, whatever. But, you know, Obama truly attempted to address this under ESSA, under Every Child Succeed Act, because he wanted to ensure that those children, since African-Americans or Blacks or or however you want to see your people, might be placed in situations in which they are prohibited from moving upward bound. So he made it a requirement that children who are enrolled in these programs also have access to upward brown support, you know, transition to the next step, you know, actually making it, you know, actually getting grades that actually benefit them and that they can actually move forward in life and have a job or have children that they could afford to sustain. But as it stands now, far too many African-American male, male children, when they make a baby, cannot provide any functional support. And when they can, let's just understand the hardship of parenting and the lack of structured services in any city that you live in could cause, you know, devastation understand me when I say I share great concerns of the young lady who killed both of her children as her significant other was off working. She had the duty to support and sustain her children. Obviously overwhelmed, she killed them and then said that they were not her children and that she did not have any children. And understand me when I say that America has already gone through the definition of postpartum depression and that there are women who have killed their children in the past who suffered from mental illness. But, I mean, you know, ensuring that access happens for young individuals and Was she not receiving WIC for families with, you know, with a need for additional resources? She had to be receiving some type of aid, quite frankly. But if she was receiving WIC, 
well, perhaps that one of those agencies could have referred her as they saw she was being overwhelmed by the parenting responsibility. But, you know, that's what the intent of Head Start and Early Head Start are for in cases of poverty and lack of support is to help provide support for the community and to be able to engage in the forethought of issues that are happening locally where families and communities of need are. But no, how can you even have that conversation when you go 28% above the financial responsibility to be engaged in the program in the first place? And most likely you got there simply by having a medical need because those children also qualify for Head Start and Early Head Start. What can I say? I cannot find measurable maintenance of supported structured support that would demonstrate that all children had the same level of access. And equity and access is what we're talking about in America always. Where's your equity? Where's your level of access? Truly, even if you understand the responsibility to engage as a citizen means that your voice is heard for the lack of maintenance efforts that would demonstrate that far too many people have little or no access at all. So what I'll say is, is that the most critical issue in America is that you understand, as an American, who is in the driver's seat when it comes to public services and the maintenance of, you know, thereof. How children learn is a process. What children learn is an agreed-upon process in which the public participates or has the right to participate in the inclusion or inclusive practices that would provide support to students who had a way of learning. And differentiated instruction is critical to all children as not all children learn the same. But the mere fact that we're still trying to understand how services are even provided to all children and what that looks like in the state of Nevada. When we're looking at the outrageous documentation of what African-Americans living in Las Vegas with the inability to critique the lack of social structure, support, inability to critique the lack of maintenance for children who are enrolled in public school systems simply because there was never going to be enough money to go around. And because people have ensured that smaller schools are relative and still are supported as we move through this pandemic, realizing that those children and the 
rural areas still receive the same quality or a better quality of support when it comes to the educational structure of support provided through a district simply because they were in small schools and probably were even serving less than 15 children. But guess what? They had a principal. They didn't have a different structure of how services were provided to those people in a, you know, but they were provided services. But children in higher poverty areas, well, they, I mean, you know, if they got pushed out to the behavior program, it doesn't demonstrate how services are even happening for those children. You can't even understand that if they refer a child at six years old to a program like the Harbor, what are the academic outcomes that are expected for that child enrolled in that program? And what is the academic content standards that are being measured by children who are being placed in the Harbor? And I've asked these questions so many times and I get uh, unintelligent responses as to how they partner with their community partners. But that didn't tell me how they're measuring the maintenance of support that each one of those children are entitled to. Actually, if they had any type of disability, they had a right to have an IEP that would be measured and monitored quarterly by the parent and the community or the parent and a community person and IE or staff, you know, special education staff. You know, it, there's really no demonstration of what types of support are provided for children in these programs for acceleration or for alternative purposes or because these children are not meeting the basic standards of the requirement for the standard diploma. Just the mere fact that they're working on alternative supports and they cannot demonstrate the type of supports that these providing these people are providing. And I know this social and emotional piece is critical for black people to have interaction with other black people. As you know, we have gone through some extremely challenging times just trying to live as Americans. But understand me when I say that as we have evolved over time, we understand that we have rights and the system must have a responsibility to measure the maintenance of effort and the outcomes that are provided in our community as we all are taxpayers. And as Las Vegas, Nevada is the entertainment capital of the world, Black entertainers come here and are performing on the Strip. Now, there's nowhere else for them to perform. Like, there's no Moulin Rouge anymore, and there's no Cotton Club. Actually, there's really nowhere Black people socialize, except for during specific events. So, the understanding of where we still live. Understand me when I say Black people are paying a significant amount in taxes by these casinos who are paying performers. And that might be the only way they actually are paying some taxes because, you know, there's ways to write off and ways to write off. And Donald Trump truly understood the power in writing off, you know, items so that he could 
have the benefit of providing third-party services or whatever. Because as you keep on, I have to continue to remind you that there is no requirement for the continued uh, support for children who are, quite frankly, not meeting basic level standards. As there's no real requirement for the local schools to continue to provide academic content support once they move them into an alternative program for behavior or structured transition behavior. I don't know anymore. As there are so few people living in America that understand who we are and how we got here and the intent of actually being an American citizen. Reality is, is that truly we don't understand the power, the power, I say, in advocacy as we all have to understand the criticalness of 2021. Is that where we are? 2021, in a few weeks, the most important issue is that we all understand that we are in control of the journey that our children are having. And there are all types of assessments and evaluations that parents can request to determine the level of support that's being provided individually to their children, and i.e. therein lies the parent empowerment. So I'm, a, I'm moving towards 28 minutes and 33 seconds. I will say like, subscribe, follow me on Anchor, follow me on YouTube, follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And until we meet again, please like, subscribe, and share, and understand that you are in control of your own journey. Empowerment empowerment starts with you.